Hey Athlings, welcome to the Noggin Zone podcast. Here, together we dive deep into the world of science and other related interesting things. Let's find new and interesting stuff, learn about it, and maybe have our own opinions and explore some more possibilities. So let's dive deep into this journey. Hey, what's up? Today's topic is about nanobots and yeah, nanobots were in picture and science fiction for a long time, but it's not reality yet. Now, to be real, it is quite more complicated than we think. Like we know that we can build some amazing robots uh, for different purposes and even thinking about making some AI stuff, which is really cool. But making that same system at a real small scale, it's really difficult. Now, talking about um, nanobots, it's really weird because we don't even know how these things will actually function when it's inside a human body. Because, you know, human body is really weird and a big mystery, mystery, uh, to be exact, till now. To actually get a perspective how small a nanometer is, if you think that you are the size of two Earths and... uh, if I want to put a nanobot inside you, it would be the size of a marble. Yeah, one marble. So that's pretty small of a nanometer, a big nanobot. And talking about the nanobots which we are building at this point, it's about somewhere in the range of 50 to 100 micrometers. So it's really small. They're so small that about 50,000 of these can fit inside your hair, the width just in the width of your hair so it's they are of course really small and uh, it was actually first uh you know the thought the thought experiment that was done actually was done by richard Feynman. he's a pretty well-known physicist and he thought that if we can build robots we will eventually have technology that would help and allow us to build robots scale down to the size that it would just enter our veins and pass through our veins and do different stuff. Now, again, it was really difficult to do and it still is, of course, difficult to do, but we are doing it. Uh, The first thing that comes into mind when we think about nanobots is that we would use it for uh, cancer research and cancer, you know, termination or like remove cancer from our body. So we can do it by two ways now the first way is just go and cut out cancer and make it into small pieces and just let it flow through our veins and just excrete it out uh that sounds pretty amazing but we don't have the technology actually to do it by just going and cutting it and just throwing it away and just excreting it because it may may be quite dangerous if it starts cutting some white organs or different things and even the research and development and again human trials would take a long time so we thought of an alternative and the second way to actually kill off a tumor or a cancer is by using the other method is by stopping the supply so you know that these cancer cells uh, actually live off our body so they take nutrients and other supplies through the blood system of our body so if we just stop giving them blood they'll just die off so just cancer cells and tumor cells are actually just cells from our body which starts replicating indefinitely and causing different other problems. Now, if we just stop the supply by, if we send these nanobots with uh, some fibers and some protein molecules that actually 
clog the blood at the point from where the tumor cells grows we'll just kill off them just by starving these cells and it actually has been successful in trials uh, it it has been used in mouse and different other animals too like in case of lung cancer and pancreatic cancer and actually helped these organ uh, this organisms to actually uh, you know treat themselves without having any kind of external elements and other medicines the other method is by uh, we can use the detox uh, therapy we usually do it by taking some medicines or any other organic uh, things from outside but we can do it by introducing millions and millions of these uh, nanobots inside our body in by iv or maybe injections and uh, these will just go and take out elements so if in the case of some elemental poisoning if you are supposed poisoned by arsenic these nanobots will go and find arsenic because you know they have affinity towards arsenic or any other element per se and they will just stop it uh maybe change its uh maybe make a different compound which is not harmful like the liver does with alcohol and breaks it down so this 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 is another use of these nanobots the third is is by clogging or declogging now as i told you clogging will cut off supply to a tumor cell now declogging is some maybe some uh, veins may be blocked because of maybe cholesterol or any other uh different compounds or anything and uh, these may lead into strokes or any different other problems so what can we do is that at this point we'll just send these nanobots they will drill with a corkscrew motion and break these things down and the then this will these uh, uh, the elements that are actually causing or any particles that are actually causing the clog would just move through our blood stream and through our excretory system and out and so this is actually this is actually again helpful the other thing uh, can be used for performing these minute surgeries uh, like in the eye or maybe veins rupture and which leads to internal damages and internal bleedings can be stopped because of the uh, nanobots would you know clog a particular vein and just go and uh, perform my really minute surgeries or minute stitch ups kind of thing third is uh, transportation now there are some parts of a body where the drug needs to be delivered supposedly uh, like to our liver or to our lungs so at, at the current stage we have a different system in which uh, these medicine go into our di- digestive tract from where they are absorbed and then uh, you know transported to different parts of our body by our circulatory system itself which is kind of insufficient when it comes to uh, the chemicals which are actually required for our body but we can do is drug targeting now these small nanobots would be having drugs inside them and then they will be sent in a one way mission to a particular organ of our body such say for lungs and to the lungs it will take the drugs deliver it and just die off which would ensure that the drug is at the correct position in our body which helps it to act more efficiently rather than you know going into the digestive tract and a lot of which is actually wasted the other field of these nanobots are by using magnets uh, so we can take a sheet of uv uh, enabled or uv active materials and uh, 
I put these magnetic things, you know, these magnetic neodymium magnets, which are really small in size, and then fixate them and charge them with uh, magnetic uh, poles, uh, with magnetic uh, yeah, field and all, and then send it in, into a body. So with changing and alter in uh, magnetic field would help them to move and navigate through our body uh, with a simple joystick maybe and which would actually help to you know uh, do drug transportation or bring up biopsies from maybe a cancer cell which would definitely help a lot in uh, the research or diagnostics of a disease so that's a good thing for uh, using a magnetic uh, and nanobots and other other thing for the magnetic nanobots is that they don't need any kind of cpu system or any kind of uh, electricity to actually run they just need magnetic field which is you know present everywhere and we can change it according to ourselves uh, our needs uh, so that the bot moves accordingly to different uh, regions so the small uh, the size of these nanobots can be really really small smaller than the normal uh, nanobots because they don't have any kind of internal cpu or anything as that what are the problems that lead to so much of research and so much of delay in this uh, nanobot uh, field now talking about it takes a lot of people to be engaging in a particular task because it needs a lot of doctors a lot of microbiologists and a lot of uh, biomedical engineers and people from various different fields to work on a same field so it's really you know time consuming and there's a lot of debate on whether to if we actually need this definitely we need this so there are research being done and of course a lot of research is needed because you know it goes into your system and does various functions so it should not crash or do something really weird because it may be fatal at at certain conditions and would cause a different problems and the preparation is another problem because they are so minute and so many of them need to be prepared it's again an industrial task to be done and a lot of industrialists are needed to involve and a lot of investment is actually needed to uh, provide uh, some kind of uh, traction to the nanobot scene now keeping aside nanobots we would talk about smart pills because these are actually being used since uh, 2001 but nobody's been talking about this Nanobots is like again a bit of science fiction to this day but uh, smart pills are used. Now in 2001 pill cam was the first which was approved by FDA uh, to be used. Now this is just a pill with a camera so we can you know record or shoot any kind of uh, any part of our body to be exact especially our GI tract uh, the stomach or intestine with some kind of ulcers or problem rather than shoving in a hole. Uh, tubes and wires into our body the other thing is a vibrant capsule if there is any clog or uh, any kind of uh, constipation inside your gut then this vibrate pill will vibrate and uh, would help you to ease without any laxative so it has no side effects now a lot of people are allergic uh, to laxatives and have like different uh, kind of uh, opinions and reactions uh, towards uh, laxatives the other one is called the atmo gas capsule and this capsule is actually used to detect um, hydrogen co2 and o2 levels throughout your gi tag so we can tell that where and how your uh, 
gut biome is performing or how sensitive is your gut to different kind of organisms or is there any uh, problem in your gut so this is another really good capsule the other one is the MIT smart sensor capsule again it actually is used for diagnostics of uh, different ailments in your GI tract it is actually connected through Bluetooth so you can just pop in this pill and it's actually connected to your uh, you know via Bluetooth and it recommends uh, some medication and uh, usually it senses different kind of uh, chemicals and it has a y-shaped antenna kind of thing which actually is used as sensors and uh, would be really beneficial for anybody using it so that's all for the nanobots in the case of biology i'll also talk about nanotechnology which is actually been used in real life in another episode and also nanobots how will they help in other fields and other industries so thank you guys for watching Keep exploring and keep learning.